Hey, it's Sarah Arnold Hall, and you're listening to How to Take Action. Why is it that some people are just able to take action so easily, seemingly from the outside, and it feels like so much work for us? Today, I'm going to share with you The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin, which is a framework for understanding how you manage expectations and how you motivate yourself. So there are four different kind of personality types that I'm going to talk about, and you can figure out throughout this which one is yours, and then it's going to help you get yourself to take action more effortlessly and more enjoyably and use your personality to your advantage instead of fighting against it. What the incredible writer and researcher Gretchen Rubin realized is that there are two different kinds of expectation. There are inner expectations, the ones we hold for ourselves, and there are outer expectations, the ones that other people hold for us. And because of that, that means that there are four different kinds of personalities that you can have regarding how you manage expectations and how you get yourself to take action. The first type is questioners. Questioners respond to internal expectations that they have for themselves, their inner expectations, but they struggle to respond to outer expectations that other people have for them. So for example, if somebody gives them a work deadline, they only will do it if it matters to them internally, if it's one of their internal expectations for themselves. So they don't actually respond to having a deadline. If they meet the deadline, it's because internally they've decided that they want to meet the deadline, not because there is a deadline. So questioners respond to inner expectations, but struggle to respond to outer expectations. On the flip side, you have obligers. Obligers respond really well to external expectations, things that other people want them to do, but they struggle to respond to their inner expectations, the things that they want to get themselves to do. So if somebody is expecting them to be at the gym, they'll go like a gym buddy or a trainer who's waiting at the gym. They'll go because of that, but they really struggle to get themselves to go Even if they want to, they really struggle to respond to that internal expectation unless there's an external expectation. The third tendency is upholders. And upholders respond to both internal expectations and external expectations. So they will respond to the things they want to do and respond to the things that everyone else wants them to do. And this can cause a little bit of uh, struggle to balance everything that they're doing in their lives. And they sometimes find it difficult to prioritize everything. The fourth tendency is a rebel. Rebels don't respond to inner expectations and they don't respond to external expectations. They do what they want, when they want, and they resist it when they give themselves tasks to do and they resist other people's tasks that have been given to them. So they just are much more spontaneous people who don't like to be have any expectation on them at all for what they should do. Figure out for you, do you respond better to internal expectations? Therefore, you're a questioner. Do you respond better to external expectations? Therefore, you're an obliger. Do you respond better to both? So you're an upholder. Or do you respond better to neither? And that means you would be a rebel. It's so helpful to know which tendency you have so that you can stop fighting against your tendency and use it to your advantage. So here's how to use the tendencies to your advantage. If you are a questioner and you 
are good at getting yourself to do internal expectations. The things that you decide you want to do, you just do them, but you struggle to do the things that other people want you to do. You just have to turn those external expectations that other people have for you into internal ones. So for example, wearing a seatbelt is an expectation that the law has. You have to do that. So it's an external expectation. But some questioners might think, well, what's the point? Why do I, I don't need to do that. And therefore they're not going to want to do it. But if you can remind yourself of why it matters to you to wear a seatbelt, because you're going to be safe and keep everybody in your car safe, then it makes much more sense and you're more likely to do it. The same would go if there's a deadline that you're meant to meet and you just think, oh, what's the point? Turn it into an internal expectation, a reason that it matters to you to do that. If you're an obliger and you respond really well to other people's expectations and you're constantly doing what other people want, but you struggle to put yourself first and actually do the things you want to do, instead of fighting it all the time and trying to get yourself to do the things that you want to do by forcing yourself to do it, turn them into external expectations. So get yourself an accountability partner. Find someone who will hold you to do it. Tell everyone that you're going to achieve your goal so that you've got a level of external accountability for your internal desires. And that way you make sure that you're actually going to do them. If you are an upholder and you respond to inner expectations and outer expectations, you may find that you start to face a little bit of burnout. You start to face, because there's a lot on your plate, constantly obliging to what everyone else wants and constantly trying to do what you want for yourself as well. What you want to do in that situation is ask yourself, do you really need to take that other thing onto your plate from outside or from inside? Do you really need to add one more thing to your list? Or can you actually do without that? Is that actually necessary? And if you are a rebel and you don't respond to internal expectations or external expectations, you can't seem to get yourself to do the things you want to do. You can't seem to get yourself to do the things everyone else wants you to do. Then you want to Give yourself a challenge. Rebels thrive on challenges, on being told, I don't think you can do that. That will fuel the fire of a rebel. So get yourself almost like reverse psychology on yourself and show yourself, hey, no one thinks I can do this thing. I'm going to show them that I can do it. There's no right tendency. None of them are better than the other. The whole idea is just to use it to your advantage by Figuring out how you can get yourself to take action better by using your tendency. So don't worry if you feel like, oh, I'm an obliger and I can't get myself to do the things I want to do. That's absolutely fine because now you know you just have to turn them into external expectations and you'll do them. And if you're a questioner and you think, oh, I never do what anyone else wants me to do, you can turn that into an internal expectation by asking yourself why it's important. And if you're a rebel, you can give yourself a challenge. And if you're an upholder, you can get yourself to remove a few things from your to-do list by asking yourself, is this really essential? Does this really matter? Because the biggest category is obliger, I want to talk a little bit more about that. So there's this thing called obliger rebellion. And that basically means that obligers who have obliged and obliged and obliged and said yes, yes, yes to everyone's expectations all the time might seem like they're fine, but you will notice that these people in your, in your life. And if you are one of these people, you might notice this in yourself too, will sometimes just snap and they will say, I've had it. I've had enough. 
and suddenly they will quit their job or want to leave their relationship or just throw their hands up in the air and say, I've had it. And it looks like it's come out of absolutely nowhere, but really it's come from a buildup of constantly obliging and obliging and obliging. So then in that situation, they tip towards being a rebel. They already don't respond to their internal expectations. And now they're flipping to being a rebel and not responding to external expectations either. That's important to know because if you're an obliger, you don't just want to be constantly obliging to what everyone else wants and never get the thing you want done. You want to be making sure you're turning your internal expectations that you have for yourself into external expectations so that you get some of the things you want done as well and don't end up rebelling against everything in your life. I'm an upholder, which means I respond to internal expectations and external expectations. And sometimes I feel really overwhelmed with how much is on my plate because I take on everything I want to do and everything everyone else wants me to do. And it's this constant feeling like I've got all of these boxes to check. And so I have to remind myself, actually, you don't need to be checking all of these boxes. And I will ask myself, where would I rather tip to? Do I want to tip to being an obliger? Would I rather obliged to other people's expectations in this situation and let go of some of my own? Or do I want to tip towards being a questioner and let go of other people's expectations and really focus on my own? There's actually a quiz that you can do for this. So if you Google the four tendencies quiz, it will come up and you can see which one you are because knowing this information can really change a lot. It's also really fun to be able to categorize the other people in your life and understand why they do the things they do. Why is it that even though you tell somebody a hundred times to do the dishes, they never do it. It might be that they are a rebel because they don't respond to expectations. So by telling them to do the dishes, you're pushing them even further away from doing it. I used to have a flatmate like this. And every time I would tell him, hey, would you mind doing this? He would say, well, I was going to do it now that you've asked not doing it anymore. And I would be infuriated by this because I'm like, but I've just asked. But he resisted expectations at all. I also know that my partner is an obliger. And so I have to be careful that I don't put too many things on him because he won't actually say no. He will always say yes, 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 until he reaches that obliger rebellion and then would snap. And I've never seen him do that, but I don't want him to get to that point because I would hate for him to feel overwhelmed by all the things he has to do. So I'm careful to double check with him that he actually wants to do something and doesn't just do it to oblige to the things that I want or his family wants or our friends want. This four tendencies framework helps you understand why you are not taking action or why someone else is not taking action. That is what I have got for you today. I hope that you find your four tendency and you're able to use it to your advantage. I will talk to you in the next episode. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to love being coached by me. We're going to solve your specific action-taking struggles so you can hit any goal you set. Just go to sarahannahall.com to sign up.